This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. And as we've discussed throughout the course of all Let's season, go. frankly, right? If they don't win it every going, single Jay? year, there's an issue. It's Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Key, it's just the world in which we're living in, right? If they don't win in the Super Bowl, it's a failure. We're talking about this guy at the GOAT at the age of 25. I know you caught that there. But that's just the world in which we live in. I'm not saying it's true, but that's just the speed we're operating at now. Yeah, he, he's a he's a long way away from being the GOAT. Uh, he's got years to go. I mean, he's 26 years old. He's got 10, 12, 13 years of football left in him. So you, you kind of look at his skill set and you say to yourself, he can win several more championships in that time. But a lot has to fall, right? I mean, coaching, like think about it. Andy Reid is on the other side of coaching. When Tom Brady had Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick was still at the beginning stages of being a head coach. I mean, I know he had the short stint in Cleveland, but in terms of taking over the Pats, that was kind of – he was still young, and they rode it out 20 years. I don't know that Andy Reid got 20 more years of coaching than him. He'd be in his 80s at that point. <laughs> right? I mean, like, think about it. So – you know, it, that's why it's so important for Patrick Mahomes in the Kansas City Chiefs to win this Super Bowl so he can get to two. And now all of a sudden you start to say, okay, two at 26. He might be able to steal another couple in the next several years. This team is young. They're all under contract. Andy Reid is still right there like a piece of fruit, like right, like right there. He's not on the – on the mushy side, right, where you start to throw it away, he's right there where you can still bite into it, Jay. Um, and, and, and I like their chances. I do like their chances to win the Super Bowl. Now, whether or not it happens and Tom, you know, allows it to take place or that defense decide to not play the way they played against the Green Bay Packers is remain to be seen. I think the Chiefs going to win the Super Bowl. I don't think the game is going to be that close as, uh, you know, some people would – think for it to be uh just my opinion and I, I think it's interesting what feeds into this narrative of a guy like Patrick Mahomes becoming the GOAT and us watching it right if he's able to get two which I think he will there's an element Zubin a, a little bit of close to Zion Williamson here where after every game like you're watching highlights of Patrick Mahomes like you are enamored with the highlights of it too because the way he goes about it it's it's so unique within itself, the passes he throws, the angles that he throws, the confidence that he has, the flair that he plays with, hearing Jeff Darlington compare him to Michael Jordan, hearing people say he's a Stephen Curry of the NFL with the way he's changed the dynamics of the quarter, quarterback position, just feed into this frenzy, this narrative that just it's must-see TV. It's blockbuster with the way he's doing it. I know Tom's going to be surgical at this aspect of his career. I know he's going to get the job done. He's going to be safe. But there is a wow factor that is there with Patrick Holmes every time he plays. There, there is a wow factor, Jay. But I would say that same, it's, it's a different style when Brady was 
younger. So in our minds, we're looking at Brady at 40-plus years old. When you go back to Brady, you know, at 30 years old, his thing was crazy the way he did it. It was like, okay, two-minute drive, here we come. We know what's getting ready to happen. Oh, my God, ball out. Brady's engineering a drive. I mean, it's just – it's all about the moment that we're in with that particular player. In our minds, we're looking at Brady as older. So, no matter what he does, it doesn't look like it looked 20 years ago or 15 years ago. But he's still getting it done But this is exactly my point. This is the old versus the new. This will be if we saw LeBron James and Michael Jordan compete in the NBA Finals. You're going to have a faction of people that are going to say, no, I'm, this is Tom Brady. This is the way the quarterback position needs to be played. You know, He's won all these championships. He's definitely the GOAT. And then you have this younger faction. That's why I gave the analogy to the social media with Zion. Like, kids, that's, you know, Patrick Mahomes is what they know. He's it. He's the hottest thing out right now. And this is him grabbing the torch. So it, that's why it makes it so fascinating to watch, you know, depending upon what side of the spectrum you're on, who you're pulling for to either maintain having the mantle or to take the mantle and say, it's mine now. And we should, we should mention that really he's been fascinating to watch since that first AFC championship game in his first full season as a starter. He was drafted in 2017, played in the regular season finale, but that was Alex Smith's team. In 2018, you may recall, they went to the AFC title game. This was the one where they were the heavy, 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 heavy favorite over the Patriots. Was it a hand or a foot? I think it was Deport's foot. (laughs) That was in the neutral zone, and that was it. Or otherwise, we're looking at back-to-back-to-back Super Bowl appearances. But after that devastating loss, that devastating loss to the Pats, who would go on to win the Super Bowl, Brady came over to talk to Patrick Mahomes outside the Chiefs locker room that day a handful of years ago. Here's Patrick reminiscing on that. For me, I think it was important because it it showed that I was doing things the right way. As a young quarterback in this league, um, you you, kind of go in, you you show up early and you try to put in the time and put in the work, um, but you don't really know until you get to that that spot of where you want to be at. And uh, losing an AFC championship game, Obviously, I didn't get to the Super Bowl, but then him uh, coming and kind of just just saying that uh, he respected what I was doing and how I was playing on the field and the type of person that I was, um, it, it kind of just put that stamp on me that I needed to go in and even be better uh, in order to get to the Super Bowl, which we did last year. And uh, I'll just try to keep improving and keep getting better every single day. And that sets up this morning's poll question. We're going to get right to it. Essentially, more impressive. Brady, two Super <laughs> Bowls in his 40s is... Mm. He's watching Mahomes sling it. If you're watching this morning on ESPN News, or see what I mean, Key that whoop, that pop. Pat yeah, the- that 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 throw is a throw that I wouldn't advise him to make again, <laughs> but it certainly got there. That's for damn sure. So Brady winning two after forty, or Mahomes winning two at twenty-five. One of those will be a reality on Sunday. Which is more impressive to you? Eight 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 say ESPN. Eight 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 seven two nine three seven. Seven six. We want to preface this real quick by saying, and we've got the uh, former Chiefs coach, Todd Haley, coming up here in just about three minutes. I want to preface this by saying that we're going to ask each caller what their age is, and here's why. Quick story. I'll make it real quick so we can try to squeeze in Josh and Phil before Todd Haley hits. Michael Jordan, when he turned, uh, I want to say, 50 years old, we did a big, big thing on ESPN about him, and he sat down with the writer, Wright Thompson, and they were sitting there watching one of these debate shows, like kind of like what we're doing or First Take or any of those types of shows. And the question was, um, more impressive, Brady or Montana, right? It was just a classic question. And they were just putting the percentages on the screen, 
And it was 50-50, and it was, you know, vacillating back and forth, back and forth. It was close. There was obviously an age divide like there is with all these questions. And Jordan was watching it, and Wright Thompson, the, the writer, was sitting there watching Jordan's reaction. Jordan was just shaking his head as Brady started to sort of pull ahead a little bit, and Montana was flagging a little bit. And Wright asked Jordan, like, why are you shaking your head? And he, what he said was, nobody remembers Montana. He goes, it wasn't that... These people are weighing in, saying that Brady is much better, it's his boyhood idol, all this sort of stuff. They just said the, the people that are weighing in, they just don't remember how cool, his nickname is Joe Cool for a reason. Before there was Cool Hand Luke and Tom Brady and all that stuff, there was Joe Cool, but people don't remember it. And that's a big part of it. So that's why we're asking you how old you are, because it really does shape your thought process. No, it totally does. If you go back and you think about the, the, uh, the last dance, right? And we all sat there, you know, it was like, oh, man, Steph Curry, oh, uh, LeBron James, Kobe, and this, that, and that. And after you got to watch the last day, she right. was like, um, yeah. yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> because that's just right. what it is. And, and we have those conversations all the time, Jay, about our own personal careers. Everybody, oh, they this or that. She was go put in the tape. The, the tape don't lie. Go put it in. It's like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I always tell Jay. They always lose him out of the greatest of all time conversation. Man, go put that dude was making sky hooks from the three point line. Go put that old film in and see what that was. Got to be old enough to you remember. Got to just be old enough to see it. So on that tip, let's go, Josh in Kansas. You're on ESPN Radio. Not to be too invasive here. How old are you? So I'll be 28 in May. This is a follow up also from yesterday about Matthew Stafford and Goff. Um. I'll be 28 in May. Mahomes will be 25. He'll be the youngest quarterback ever to win the Super Bowl, apart from Brady, because he'll win it Sunday. So here's my take. Brady's, Brady's going to get pretty much utterly destroyed in his own stadium. <laughs> I think if he's going to progress, it might be a Super Bowl rematch of this year in 2021. Mind you that they the Chiefs beat the Buccaneers at Buccaneers and Raymond James by three. And it's going to be a little dicey there. But, you know, it's going to be happening with, you know, all these all these fans alike. I mean, you can watch it on TV and root for your team and hopefully get through that. And, you know, the rest is history. I, I honestly think when Brady retires, when he eventually retires, hey, I'm going to play well past him in my 40s, he's going to start slowing down. You know, when he was with New England, he threw bombs because he had that talent with Edelman and all of them. With, I mean, granted, he's got Gronkowski, but he's never even thrown to Gronkowski that much this year. And so I think, you know, with me being a Gronkowski fan, being from Tucson originally, I'm a big Gronkowski fan. Gronk's still relatively young. Is he going to slow down anytime soon? No. But I also think that Jared Goff and uh, – Stafford trade was a 50-50 in my book because if you look at it, he's going to have those fresh new receivers um, out the get-go of the Rams and Lions. How's he going to throw? And that eventually, you know, um, eventually that you know the Lions will be like winning the Super Bowl, maybe get gotcha. back in playoff contention. You'll have your fan base up because you don't have to go like poorly. You can make it. You can make it this far and then go. And then the Rams can eventually win the Super Bowl and then be a bounce-back situation with that, with the first two former first-round picks. Gotcha. Hey, Josh. Gotcha. That was like a run-on Josh. thought. Josh. 
Thank Yo. you. So, so what do you think here? Josh from Tucson, Gronk played at Arizona, the whole thing. What do you make of it? Gronk's what were we discussing again? Anymore, man, what is Josh talking about? He said Gronk's still young. Man, Gronk ain't young. Gronk old and beat up. I lost track of what we were talking about, Zubin. Well, we were, we were talking about <laughs> the age difference between Mahomes and Brady in the difference in opinions versus an older person going for Brady, a younger right. person going for Mahomes. And Josh started off by telling us his age, which is closer to Mahomes than it is Brady. But then at the same time, he went into something totally different. That's Evan's fault, though. Stafford Evan doesn't do a very good job at screening. That, no, don't give that me the, sounded, that. That sounded like a filibuster. He got on the air and it sounded like he was filibustering. He just he had one thought after another. He told me one succinct thought. Put him on the air. He seemed like a good caller. My bad. I think Zubin is going to have to teach you how to answer phones from here on out. Yes. yes. Keyshawn Evan is Jay. very gullible. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin coming to you live from above the Heineken River Deck. It's a pleasure to be joined now by Key's old pal Todd Haley, former head coach of the Chiefs, Steelers offensive coordinator, and he joins us. His second appearance on the program this morning. Coach, there's just so much like breakdown we can do on Mahomes and this and that. I just want to ask you this question when you think of these great nfl towns pittsburgh green bay dallas i'm telling people that don't get it i know it's been in the last couple of years they tell you kansas city is the only place where you got the college-like environment the tailgating outside we saw what it did for len dawson tony gonzalez if this guy patrick mahomes does what he does can you help us understand having been a head coach in kansas city great football town in america we saw what Keys said what it's done for him here in new york Mahomes in Kansas City. If this fairy tale continues to ride out the way it does, what will this guy mean to this city? Uh, I think they'll have a statue up uh, sooner rather than later. <clears throat> you done? Can you guys hear me? I yeah, you, I was waiting for you, you to elaborate. <laughs> well, no, I, I first want to elaborate on what I heard Keyshawn say a couple minutes ago about Andy Reid being a ripe fruit and you can bite into him. <laughs> You must have found <laughs> that out might take the cake. <laughs> no, I mean this. This kid's—it's uh, unbelievable to watch him play, uh, and even the evolution he's made in and since he got into the league. Um, I think it speaks to the coaches there, Eric Bieniemy and, and Andy. Obviously, uh, they've taken this uh, rare talent, rare physical gifts, rare ability to move, throw uh, the the launch angles, all those things, just his athleticism, and they've molded everything. these other uh, extra talented guys around him and Kelsey and Hill, and, uh, and really you've seen him just evolve into this, this guy that is so much fun to watch play football. I mean, a simple shovel pass he makes look like an art form, um, just with the way that he, he you know, underarms the ball, underhands the ball, um, I, I think uh, him coupled with Kansas City and it being such an incredible uh, uh, football town, it's just the, the only – now they're starting to get fans in there, but, man, if, if this COVID stuff wasn't going on this year, it would have been even extra special to, to watch those home games at uh, Arrowhead. Todd, let me ask you this and be honest with me. Don't, don't do the – yeah, I had him as the number one quarterback on my board coming out of Texas Tech. I don't want to hear that. Tell me the truth. You scouted quarterbacks. You were the guy that made the decision on QBs. Where did you have him, if you can remember, coming out of Texas Tech? 
we had him into Pittsburgh for a full day and a half. Um, and I think once he came to the building and you spent time with him, you, you knew this kid was going to be something special, just the personality. Uh, now, he's funny, you know, with his voice and stuff. It's fu- he's funny to be around, but, you know, his eyes are bright and lit up and, and just uh, the personality side of it, which is a key component because he's the one that's got to get down on the knee in the huddle and, and, and call the play. Um, <clears throat> I think that really, uh, you know, after that visit to Pittsburgh, that moved him up. I'm not saying I had him up at the top at the beginning, but uh, I can't remember if you give me everybody else that was in that draft. Mitch Trubisky, Deshaun Watson, is that enough? I think I had him two. Deshaun, I I had one, and I think I had Mahomes two, but that went up to two after visiting with him for for the time in the building there because he he is a unique personality, and you could just, you know, it just just oozes out of him. Um, I won't use the ripe fruit uh, analogy, <laughs> but uh, he he has he had some he had that it factor. You could just feel it uh, the more time you spent with him. Look, you 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 your dad. You grew up a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. You saw Terry Bradshaw. You saw Joe Montana. Obviously and clearly, you've coached against Tom Brady. If he wins a second Super Bowl, where does this put him in that starting conversation of legacy? Well, I don't I don't think he necessarily has to win this one to already be in that conversation. You're right. I, I, I was so fortunate. I was a, a ball boy, and I was always on the visitor sideline, and I was always drawn to quarterbacks. So whether it was John Elway's his rookie year, he came into Three Rivers Stadium at that time, Joe Montana. I mean, I I got to hang around for a full three and a half hours. Uh, some of those great, great quarterbacks, and obviously Terry Bradshaw. I watched Terry Bradshaw and Joe Gillum start playing catch at at Latrobe one summer, and they started backing up every every throw ten yards. They were playing catch at over ninety yards. I mean, there's not many people that can do that. And Terry Bradshaw was an arm thrower. You know, it, it's not some of the motions you see in this day and age. I mean, it was shoulder square, arm over the top, flick of the wrist. I mean, but, and Joe Gillum obviously could throw it, but they're they're playing catch at 90 yards. Uh, I mean, those are just things you don't see. Uh, but I got to see Marino hang out the whole day with him while he's while he's playing the Steelers. So uh, you know, and I think it's great to bring up Montana because he had he had that flavor. Uh, a little closer to Mahomes. I mean, not the same by any means, but in that West Coast offense and the way he delivered the football, there was something unique and special to watch there too. But uh, you know, Brady is is a is a surgeon. I mean, he's he's like a businessman out there playing quarterback, true drop back guy, very little movement out of the pocket ever. So he is a classic classic quarterback. But what he's done is just I don't think you can talk about it enough. I mean, he left a team that he was with for 20 years uh, where for years all we've heard is Belichick, Brady, who is it, who is it. He leaves the team, goes to a new team in this crisis that we're in, and he's back in the Super Bowl. Um, You know, that in itself is incredible Uh, to go to a new team with no offseason and find a way to, to get there is just, I think it's one of the most amazing things I've ever seen in sports. 
Ty, you know what else is incredible? Having Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell are playing in the Super Bowl against each other. Um, <laughs> how surprising is that to you? Uh, nothing surprises me right now, but I, I'm I'm very very happy for both those guys. I, you know, we spoke last time; they were just going to their teams. I think the last time you guys had me on, um, you know, Le'Veon hasn't quite uh, done what I thought he would do. Obviously, the young kid Edwards Claire. Uh, was in there and and do and playing great football, so that that kind of slowed him down. But then he's had some opportunities here down the stretch, which I'm happy for. But um, I hope AB gets back to health. It sounds like he's got a chance. Uh, but those those guys, you know, they they deserve it. I'm I'm happy for both of them that they get an opportunity to play in this game. Um, you know, and I just hope they're able to to make an impact in the game one way or the other. And what would you think of Andy Reid if he got another Super Bowl win? How much would that do for him? I think it's huge. One is huge. One is probably all he needed uh, to get in the Hall of Fame conversation, you know, having done all he did in Philadelphia. Uh, He's done a tremendous job. Um, You know, when you think about it in Philly with um, McNabb, they didn't look – the offense didn't look like it does now. And I think, again, that speaks to coaches and creative coaches that have taken this – these great talents they have and, and design this offense that nobody's really ever seen. Um, Keyshawn, you know, you think about terminology and calling a play. I watch some of these plays and formations and I'm saying, you know, how are they calling all these different plays and the players understand it and know what to do. Uh, So I think they got a lot of smart guys that understand and, and can, can grasp it. But, uh, Keyshawn, you got to believe it's incredible when you watch the formations, motions, double motions, all all the things they're doing. I think is just uh, uh, they've taken great players and they've really built an offense around them. Yeah, I feel cheated in my career being coached by you. So <laughs> zero out slot <laughs> football jargon. That's where we'll have to end it, Coach. Really appreciate you coming on. Really appreciate you listening, Ribbon Andy, with the with the fruit. With the fruit reference, and we'll see if the fruits of labor will pay off in his second Super Bowl championship, even though you say he doesn't really need a second Lombardi to validate himself. Thank you, Coach. That's just a, 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 thank you guys for having me. That's a great visual to end on. Oh, yes, I... or not so great. Yeah. Well, what do you mean? Just a piece of fruit, and if it gets bad, you get rid of it. That's all. Usually food and Andy are cheeseburgers, not well, fruit, as you know. But yeah, that's true. We should also mention with the Hall of Fame, by the way, the latest class for the Hall of Fame is going to be announced this weekend. So obviously Andy will be in there one day, but, you know, Paid Manning and these other people can start writing their speeches. But we'll officially know this weekend. It's one of the great pieces of Super Bowl weekend to find out the next class for the Hall. A reminder, Greeny immediately follows us here on ESPN Radio today. Michael talked to the 49ers tight end, George Kittle, and when healthy, lethal. From KJZ right into Greeny this morning on ESPN Radio and, of course, streaming on ESPN+. Plus. On the way, our poll question this morning, more impressive, Brady to Lombardi's at 40 and older or Mahomes to Lombardi's square at the age, the ripe age of 25? <laughs> this is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. 
Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Good morning. I'm Zubin Mahenti here with your Sports Center update. More cringeworthy things coming out of Major League Baseball and the treatment of female reporters by big people in the game. The latest, Mickey Calloway. He's the Angels pitching coach. He used to be the Indians pitching coach. He was for two years the manager of the Mets. They didn't do much in that time. Um, but unsolicited messages and photos, among other inappropriate and harassing behavior, alleged by five women who sport, spoke to the sports website, The Athletic, accusing Mickey Calloway of doing that. Calloway put together some sort of tepid statement in which he talked about knowing about the, quote, general allegations. We should mention that Mickey Calloway is married. This coming on the heels of the whole Jared Porter situation with the Mets, the GM that the team dispatched for similar transgressions. The Chiefs have played wide re- uh, placed wide receiver Demarcus Robinson in the backup center Daniel Kilgore on the reserve COVID-19 list. They were close contacts. They could still play in Super Bowl 55. They'd have to test out for five straight days, which they could do probably by the eve of the game. But a reminder that everybody on both teams is tested every single day. And at this time every day, we'll be mentioning one great moment in black history. As a part of Black History Month today, Georgetown's John Thompson back in 1984 became the first African-American to lead his team to the title when the Hoyas defeated Houston. That's our memory today for February 2nd. Thompson passed away at the age of 78 back in August. His son, John Thompson III, was the head coach at Princeton and also had a stint at Georgetown where early in his tenure he was very successful. Sports Center is brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Look, we all accidentally damage our phones. It happens. Now, Straight Talk Wireless' new Platinum Unlimited plan includes phone protection, just 65 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, data, and more. See mobile protect terms and conditions at assurion.com slash straight talk limitations and exclusions apply. As I've said before, if I could use the line of, no, seriously, girl, Google me 20 years ago before you I was born, I was a thing. If I, if I could use that line, I would use it, but I can't because I wasn't a girl, thing. Girl, Google Ooh. me. You got that years, baby face on Zoom. You see, you hear the baby face in the background. That's your jam you music can still right tell there. Them to this day, Google me. <laughs> You're right. 
Speaking of baby face, if you're you're watching on on TV this morning on ESPN News, we're going to flash back to Keyshawn, Super Bowl 37, his media day. This is a media day moment from Key that we'll have him reminisce on. It's really not the same this year with the virtual Zoom media days and the histrionics and the buzz aren't there. But listen to this media day moment from Key, and then Key will take us down memory lane. I don't know, to be honest with you. Oh, brother, come on. You got to give me something better than I don't know. Come on now. Keyshawn Johnson, you're at the Super Bowl, baby. Only in America, baby. I couldn't tell you. I don't box. You ain't got nothing to do with boxing. It's that battle of the voice boxes. You got a nice voice, brother. You look good. You're handsome. Almost I want to date you. Come on. Give me something, man. Who would you battle? Who got a bigger mouth than you, man? I have no idea. No idea. Keyshawn Johnson at the Super Bowl. You need to let me handle your career, baby. You're fine. You're good looking. You should be on all kind of ads, car commercials, soup cans, anything, baby. Don King only in America. Can we get a real reporter? (laughs) This is as real as it gets, baby. This is media day. The lights are flashing. The cameras are on. People got microphones. Come on, Keyshawn. Give me something, baby. Are you glad to be here? Uh, Well, of course I'm glad to be here. Okay, and what are you? Who's gonna win the game? Tell us about how much. What's the spread? I don't know. I don't go to Vegas. Well, I do, baby. I'm betting on Keyshawn Johnson, my man. I'll be in your dressing room with you, waiting on you. I'll be in the shower with you. I'll be in your car with you. Keyshawn, Keyshawn. 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 Now, he ain't gonna be in the shower with me. Like I'll, I'll be there. <laughs> oh man. Well, CJ, I wasn't loud. I was just calm. <laughs> I might have still been off that tequila, though, to come to think of it, because the night before, I believe we, uh, we had a little, a little social gathering, uh, you know, somewhere <laughs> around the San Diego area. But it, it, the media day was fun, though, man. It was one of those deals where it was something that you just, as a kid, you saw everybody else in the NFL that went to the Super Bowls doing it, and one day you dream, you know what, I'm going to have an opportunity to, to really get my own podium my own little deal with my name played up the top and all the media surrounding me. So it was one of those deals where it's just, and it was every single day now. That's just the media day where they all came out. But then every day you had obligations to speak to the media. They come and get you right before practice or right after practice and put you in a room with 50 or so media members from different places and then when that particular one inside the stadium came, you know, it was, it was the shining moment. You walk around with your phone or walk around with a camera and take pictures with you and your teammates. And so that was, that was, that was one for the ages, that's for sure. Key, how long throughout that course of that week did it take you to officially get locked in to Super Bowl mode from a playing perspective? Well, that year we went to the Super Bowl. There was no bye week in between. We went straight from – slapping Philadelphia Eagles upside their head, Pat, and then flying into uh, Tampa from Tampa straight to San Diego. We had about a, I want to say about an eight-hour turnaround from the end of the game to getting on the plane to San Diego. And then when we got to San Diego, our curfew didn't start. I want to say it started probably on Thursday night. So we had basically Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday to kind of get out and explore so we locked in, I would say, probably really like on Thursday where we really just locked in and, and shut everything down and really wasn't out exploring anything in the San Diego area. We've gone from camcorders I, to iPhones. What you got, Jay? No, I was going to say it's just unique because Kansas City isn't at the Super Bowl site location the week leading up to the game. They're still at home in Kansas City, and guys are spending time with their family. I, I, I would, 
you know, assume that that would allow you to kind of lock in at a lot earlier of a stage, whether for good or bad. I don't know. Just the drastic differences of well, the two. It's, it's crazy. It, what the week in between the Super Bowl allows, like Jeff Saturday was on with us earlier, is to get all the other ancillary things that is important but not as important as the game. Getting your family travel taken care of, getting tickets, your homeboys calling you all of a sudden that you hadn't talked to in years, trying to get seats to the game, what your travel plans are going to be post-game, what are you doing? Like, you just get all that out of the way the week of the Super Bowl. We had to do it before we got on the plane and when we landed in San Diego. Now we're scrambling. Oh, I need four more tickets, Zubin. Oh, somebody called. I need more tickets here. I need another hotel room there. So it was kind of like we took a day to kind of get that under control opposed to a week where Kansas city and the Tampa Bay bucks have a week in between where they can get, they got all that stuff out. Now it's the week of the super bowl. I'm sure that they're locked in. Indeed. Let's get to the fellows and the ladies on the phone line. Again, if you're in your home city and there's a COVID emergency, you'd probably rather be there than in Tampa, try to figure it out. And obviously today tickets and all that can be done with the tap. That's just the way the world has changed. We're asking this morning, more impressive, Brady winning two Super Bowls after the age of 40, which could come to fruition on Sunday, or Mahomes winning two at the age of 25, which obviously if the Chiefs win will be the scenario, which is more impressive. Josh is in Iowa. Josh is on ESPN Radio. So what's the choice? All right, guys, I'm 47 years old. We talked yesterday. It was great. Zubin, oh, my I feel goodness, sorry Josh, I Josh, you're back. Josh is back. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Go to I'm break. Back, Go to break, Josh. There's no way you had a Go worse day than I did yesterday, though, Josh. Through. There's We're no way. Out. I'm counting Rico to Hawkeyes. All right, cool. All right. Okay. Um, <laughs> guys, I missed you. Zubin, I didn't give you a lot of love yesterday, and I apologize. <laughs> I needed some love, Josh, yesterday. We can't get into it, but I appreciate it. Go ahead. What do you got? Be cogent okay. today, if you would. I Be what? Get straight to the point, if you would, this one. <laughs> Be you, quick. You okay, we're getting to know. Words. We're getting to know each other. We're getting to know each other. I try to be quick, but I'm not. I'm sorry. But anyway, okay, we're gonna go goat. Okay, you want to go goat? Yes. Okay, cool. Um, in my mind, Joe Montana, undoubtedly, Brady. If he wins this, he catches us. He catches them equal. Okay, Mahomes. Do you guys know what the term for a baby goat is? No, tell us, man. Kid. It's a called a kid. That's what you learn in Iowa. It's weird. I know. <laughs> but All right. a baby goat a baby goat is called kid. So you got the goat going against the kid this weekend. Very good. Speaking of weird. We've got <laughs> Josh, Josh, Josh. When, you, when you call in Josh, you are always on a different level. That was the I best, worst decision you. I've made. I don't know if, I don't know if that was like a good decision to get people laughing. Or He fooled us, though. He got us yesterday with the D.I. sing for the long-time he didn't listener. Fool us. He listener. fooled Evan. Evan's the one answering the phone. Here's the funny thing. I had six no, choices. No, I knew he was going there. I had like I six like choices. Josh. I like him. And I picked that one. We had six dudes on the line. <laughs> I should have went to Demetrius and I was sorry, Demetrius, if you're out there uh, listening. Keyshawn J. Will's even brought to you by Mako. Get, uh, get a refresh with your refund during Mako's tax season sales event for expert pain and collision repair. Use their contactless service. It's an easy uh, to book, quote, and fix. Uh-oh, better get Mako terms and conditions apply. On the way, our NFL insider answers the biggest question of all. What happens if Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes test positive before Sunday. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? 
You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. That's really unbelievable. That's Diana Rossini, who's at the Super Bowl, the NFL insider, covering it for ESPN. But it's all hands on deck, man. It's the Super Bowl. It's a chance to create a legend. And, oh, by the way, the guy you're protecting is a legend in the making. It's Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. Dan Graziano, like all of our guests, joins us on the Goodyear Hotline. He's the ESPN NFL insider. Let's get right to it. This is the big question people have been asking about, but people have kind of been skirting. Just, just give us what you know. If... Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady were to test positive at any point before Super Bowl Sunday, what would happen to the game? Well, either Chad Henney or Blaine Gabbert would start the game at quarterback for the respective teams. I mean, we're in that window now where if you test positive, you got to miss 10 days. And there, there aren't 10 days uh, until the game. So these two guys that got placed on the COVID-19 reserve list yesterday for the Chiefs are identified as high-risk close contacts. That means they have to sit out five days and continue to test negative along the way. Uh, so they should be back in time for the game. But guys, if somebody gets identified as a high-risk close contact on Thursday or Friday, they're going to be out of luck because they're going to have to miss five days and Sunday would be one of those. So what we're dealing with here is we're this close to the finish line on this season that they've been able to pull off against all odds during a pandemic, but we're not quite at the finish line yet. So it's game on. It's game on no matter what. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, that, that's I mean, I, look, if, if Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady test positive, would there be a discussion? Yes, that's possibly. What I'm but I, I don't I mean, at this point, the game is on. Right. I mean, I, I, I haven't heard nothing to indicate that anyone that, that they would push back the game as a result of something that didn't get a game pushed back in the regular season. Right now, uh, these teams are being very careful. Everyone's being tested. Everyone who's being co- come in contact with them is being tested. Uh, you know, the, the, whether it's the person that, that cuts your hair, whether it's your family members, like all the, you know, so they can identify issues as quickly as possible and get guys isolated because, yeah, that's, that's the nightmare scenario is, uh, is this affecting the Super Bowl at this point. Yeah, it would be... It would be wild to think that if one of the two stars in this game at the quarterback position had to face that in what the NFL would actually do. Like, it, it, that would be wild, Dan. But you're on top of it. Let me ask you this, something else that you're on top of. The Matthew Stafford trade, how will that impact the value for Deshaun Watson and what the Houston Texans would seek out? Well, I don't think it has a significant impact because you look at what the Rams gave up for Stafford. 
you know, the two first round picks, the third round pick and golf, they had to pay extra to get the Lions to take golf's contract off their hands. This was a part of that deal. So unless you're looking at a similar situation where a team is trying to get out of a bad contract and they and they compensate the Texans, not just for Watson, but also for that, then I don't think, you know, it's as easy as saying, oh, Stafford cost this, so Watson must cost much more because he's younger and better. So, I, I, you know, could there be a situation like that? Like, this, again, total hypothetical, right? Like, let's say the Minnesota Vikings wanted out of Cousins' contract and they wanted to do a Watson deal. Then I think you're talking about a similar situation. But if you're just talking about, like, say, the Jets or the Dolphins, somebody like that with high picks, trying to put a package together for Watson, I'm not sure that, that the Stafford deal has much impact on the price. I think the, the price for Watson is going to be astronomical no matter what. If he's moved and when he's moved, who's the dark horse in a Watson trade? The dark horse. I mean, look, I don't know that there is a dark horse. Like, I mean, could the – would the Saints love to be able to do something like that? Yeah, but I don't think they can with their cap situation. The 49ers, I don't think they qualify as a dark horse. Everybody knows they're always kind of have one eye on the possibility of upgrading over Jimmy Garoppolo. I think the most likely teams are, like I said, Miami and the Jets that have the picks to pull it off. But, you know, I mean, the Colts would love to try, but there's no way the Texans are trading him to a division team. I think we pretty much know the landscape of potential Watson trade. Carolina's a team, I, I maybe, maybe that hasn't been on people's radar, but that's a team I expect to be significantly involved in the discussions when and if uh, Houston decides to start returning people's calls. Mm, Dan, it, it definitely feels like the Green Bay Packers are committed to Aaron Rodgers long term. If that's the case, which you think it is, what kind of trade value would Jordan Love have moving forward for them? I think that would depend on whether there are preseason games this year, right? Because the part of the issue is nobody's seen him, and they didn't have preseason games this year. If you're talking about trading a guy in that scenario who's been a backup, who's a project, teams are going to want to have some tape on him. And so if they play preseason games this year, and we don't know how the summer's going to shake out from any number of standpoints, but they play preseason games this year, and Jordan Love's able to put some good stuff on tape, that would enhance his potential trade value. Again, a lot of hypotheticals here, right? We assume that, that they've if they decide to extend Aaron Rodgers or guarantee some of the money and all of a sudden love's not in their plans anymore, that's a lot of ifs. But if they get to that point where they're thinking about moving on from love instead of Rodgers, then they're going to want love to have played some preseason games. Okay, Dan, I'm going to need your help here because this is for the sake of Keyshawn's sanity. Every single day, Evan is dropping, what if Deshaun Watson gets traded to the Cowboys? I'm not sure I can help so with that. <laughs> And that's sure a lot of people can help with that. But what's the latest on the whole Deck Prescott and the Cowboys working out a new deal? And Dan, we got like a minute. Still, still intend to do a long-term deal, the Cowboys with Dak Prescott. They have, you know, it's the same as last year, right? They have until March 9th to franchise him uh, if they don't have a deal done. Then they'll have until July 15th to work out a long-term deal. Otherwise, he plays on the franchise tag, which is more expensive this year, $37.7 million dollars. Uh, so there's incentive on their on their end to get a long-term deal done so that number doesn't crush their cap this year. Right now, they don't know what the cap's going to be. They're still negotiating that with the Players Union based on the you know how much it's going to drop based on the revenue losses from this year. So they have a ways to go. But the Cowboys still intend on doing it. The sides have had some discussions since the season ended.
ended. Uh, nothing in terms of significant progress. It still sounds like it's a deal where they want the longer term deal and he wants the shorter term deal. So they're in a similar place to where they were last summer. Just, you know, hopefully they can get it done this time. Indeed, nothing different than before. Team wants more. Dak wants less. Hit free agency earlier again. Dan, thank you very much. All right, Dan. Thanks, Dan. Hey, Jay. You got it. Jay. Yes. Yes. It's Dak. What do you say? What, what did I say? Oh, do you want me to correct every word that you say, Ronky? <laughs> Don't be so sensitive. <laughs> <Do> we, what, <laughs> maybe he was oh, what do you mean? I said Dak. What are you talking about? Could no, he have didn't. been referencing Cowboys no, linebacker it, Dat Wynn? Do you remember oh, Dat God. Wynn? He played with me. <laughs> yeah, because he's like a mid-90s collegiate. Remember yeah. Dat Wynn? Oh, yeah. A&M. Texas A&M. Yeah. One thing I would just say about Dan real quick. We're in our final minute here. I don't think the NFL is ever going back to a four-game preseason. It seems like that ship has sailed after everything yeah. that everybody said over the years. So the love situation is interesting because if you get a four-gamer, you can kind of figure it out, but that's obviously not the case. On the way, the GOAT debate. The young GOAT, the kid, and the old GOAT. Who's more impressive? That's next. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.